an inner view with the Rian Gallagher. Beautiful. Oh, praise the Lord. Buongiorno, buongiorno. Hello there. Um, I hope you're doing well. Hope you're okay. Um, you're tuning in to another interview podcast. Um, this is episode 19. Um, ooh, I'll just get the mic there. Um, I really hope you enjoyed uh, the last one with Guy um, about the psychedelics and curing his um, post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, it was a big one, right? Whew. It was a biggie. Um, yeah. Fab, fab guy. Fab podcast. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, this week's one is with a guy called Theo. And uh, yeah, I went to school with Theo years and years ago. Um and yeah, we've uh, we've like remained in touch ever since, you know, he's um yeah, he's just he's just a dude who kinda just he just just knows a lot of stuff really. And he's really funny and uh yeah, he's just he's great. He is bloody great. Um so yeah. We managed to capture something uh it was a little bit ago now. Um, when the podcast was still called Mythilosophy. So I do a little bit, little spiel at the start about why it's called that and how it is. So you'll have to excuse the timeline. Um, so yeah, we managed to, yeah, I, th- I think it was, I'm not sure how long ago it was now, it was maybe last summer. So, <clears throat> but regardless, you know, the, the information in there and the, the conversation still is current to today. Um, I've just finished reading a book that I have with me now called um, Radical Help, How We Can Remake the Relationships Between Us and Revolutionise the Welfare State by a girl called, or a lady called Hilary Cotton. And it's just, uh, yeah, it was a really kind of amazing book. She, you know, she takes a lot of institutions that, that we kind of, you know, the NHS and like healthcare and yeah, the welfare state, our relationship to it. Um, and yeah, because she spent a lot of time out in, um, uh, I think it was in South America, um, and I think a bit of Africa too, and seeing how actually things work at a kind of different level. Um, when you put kind of relationships at the kind of forefront of it. And um, yeah, I think she talks a lot about how yeah that we've kind of discarded those relationships and then and then she sets up these little kind of these little groups these little um experiments um that take place in 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 the UK and yeah she shows that it is possible to actually completely change how we you know the, these kind of institutions that served a purpose back in 1945 but they haven't necessarily been updated to deal with 
you know today's kind of problems um or the you know kind of 21st century issues um you know obesity depression etc etc so um yeah very 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 well worth your time well worth a read a lot of chat about social design and um yeah it was just a really really captivating little book so if you're looking for something to read i could recommend that um the song um going into this one um just came on on a on a kind of shuffle um when i was doing a bit of painting this week and uh it's called blues run the game by jackson c frank theo's a very he's a very bluesy man so it's not necessarily a bluesy song but it's very beautiful uh so yeah i hope you enjoy uh our chat uh thanks for tuning in um yeah just keep spreading the word and you know just keep doing the lovely things that you're doing uh thanks a lot catch a boat to england baby maybe to spain wherever i have gone wherever i've been and gone wherever i have gone the blues are all the same Send out for whiskey, baby, send out for gin Me and room service, honey Me and room service, babe Me and room service, well, we're living a life of sin drinking baby you are on my mind when I'm not sleeping honey when I ain't sleeping mama when I'm not sleeping you know you'll find me crying try another city baby Another town Wherever I have gone Wherever I've been and gone Wherever I have gone The blues Come following down a gamble baby loving's much the same wherever I have played whenever I throw them dice wherever I have played the blues have run the game maybe tomorrow honey someplace down the line I'll wake up older So much older, mama I'll wake up older And I'll just stop all my trying Catch a boat to England, baby Maybe to Spain Wherever I have gone 
Wherever I've been and gone, wherever I have gone, the blues are all the same. What do you think of the radio sound? Well, just it, our voices sound like people's voices do on the radio. Yeah, isn't they? Yeah. It's is very, that what it is? It's very clear and very weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'd never sounded like this in my life. <laughs> Not in the way that when you hear your voice back, like it sounds like me, but on the radio. It's as if it's, as if it's just I don't know, Chris, crystal crisp and clear, isn't it? All we need, all we need now is some jingle, some little... Doo, 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 doo. Welcome to ninety five point nine FM with uh, Ryan Gallagher and uh, you've got a good radio Theo. voice. What's that? You've got a good radio voice. There's a little, there's a little bass in there. There's a little like a little bassy baritone in there, which helps. Which you've got too, actually. I, the, the the moment I walked in, well, when I when I when I heard you talking about yeah, what are you talking about? It was very, it was a very very bassy baritone. It's beautiful. Well, that'll sound I good smoke, on mic. I smoke a lot. That's the ah, secret. that's the secret. That's isn't it? my secret. Not anymore. <laughs> Shit. I mean. It's not that big a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. So, welcome on the Mythilosophy podcast. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Mythilosophy, yeah. I quite like that. Mm. Right. Um, ooh, ooh. Okay, so we're supposed to talk about myth and philosophy? Um, so so the, the, the basic kind of pr- premise and principle of it was that I was I I I just heard one I heard once this um I remember Joseph Campbell or someone there was someone talking how they said they were really annoyed that people um that people people use the word myth and use it as a lie they say that's, that's a myth that's not true it's a lie right. whereas whereas he said that it's just a story mm. whether it's true or not it's used as a story and then I kind of combine that with like philosophy yeah it's a love of wisdom and so it's kind of like this accumulation of story wisdom love and the person and how that's made up and and how you know the person has interpreted those their stories and their kind of bits um so that's that's the kind of yeah okay. the basic principle of it, i suppose well people talk about the times of myth and like as in history as in just before we're 100 percent sure so yeah. not even a lie but just something that can't be quantified exactly i don't know that's how i understand myth rather than a straight-up lie i would uh yeah that's that, that's basically and and, and it, yeah it is it, it is just essentially a story and you know whether whether it's true or not whether it's believable whatever as yeah. long as long as you take something from that then that's kind of the the crux really i suppose isn't it really Okay, so I have to say something mythological that people will take something from. That's a lot of pressure. No, 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 how do you think like that? What, what's what's that about? Okay, all right. Okay, let's do it. Let's, let's get prodded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that kind that kind of show you want, is it? All right, okay. Uh, uh, I mean, it's the radio. You never, re- I've, I've never really trusted what's going on. 
um, on the radio. Behind the scenes, yeah? Yeah, I mean, mm. you, you don't know. You don't know. I know. They're doing all kinds of crazy things. Cthulhu worship, all sorts of stuff. So Theo, mm-hmm. we met at Hampton School, didn't we? We did. We went to school together. We went to school together. That was so long ago. Uh, yeah, quite quite long. I'm proper old now. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing into kind of the, uh, the yeah. What were we, what were we, 29, 30? Are you 29? Yeah, 29, yeah. I'm 28 still. All right, hey. You're proper old. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? I've got, well, the, I've got, the, I've got the voice to prove it. <clears throat> got a few months before yeah, um, right. you're kind of old. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's pretty soon it's coming up there. Oh, fuck. What is it? It's like three months. Mm. What are you do for it? What are you doing for your birthday? Probably have a barbecue, I guess. Ah, oh, your barb. Oh, I the barbecue. I mean, it's always really stressful leading up to it, even though I don't really do much except just be stressed about the idea of having a barbecue and then I have fun. So I should do that. I remember one year that we that we came and um, there was there was some immense confusion because this this coal wasn't lighting. It just wasn't lighting. And we were like, why the fuck isn't this coal lighting? And we were all trying to light this way. And Joel got involved and was like, no, oh, it's fucking steam trains. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for Joel, we wouldn't, like the, the first sort of eight, nine barbecues ever had here would not have happened. Yeah. It would have just been us trying to light fires, like grunting <laughs> like cavemen. And Joel would come across with like a Swiss army knife. Wait, no, that, see, that's how little I know about what, what would a Swiss Army knife? What what help would that be lighting a barbecue? That's a ridiculous tool for me to have brought out. But Joel would know the tool. He would know a match. It's just a fucking match. Joel would come with matches. I can't believe you didn't have matches. How would you expect to make a barbecue? Rub rub two cold together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know? yeah. That's it. We're more advanced than Joel. That's why we only needed coal exactly to exactly. not light a barbecue. Yeah. What's your um? What is your what is your ancestral heritage? Because you're 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 a you're a mix of things, aren't you? You're a beautiful mix of things. Um, I am, but I mean, I don't think it's that. Well, I am um, half Greek Cypriot, half Ethiopian. Oh. Half Greek Cypriot, half Ethiopian. Okay. Um, I don't know. I like the histories of the places, but I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm a Londoner. I mean, this is it's it's we're we're post Brexit now, so. Uh, mm. um, I have Union Jack socks and do you, everything. Do you feel safe? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the question. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, let's yeah. not. We, we could we, we could go into a big. Yeah, line. no, let's not let's, go let's, in that. Let's, let's not go in that direction. I think it's a very complicated conversation. I don't yes. think it's as, as just as simple as as all that. But um, but yes, I I do I do feel safe. I feel very safe around friends of mine who voted Brexit. I don't think it's necessarily a racist thing. But, you know, there's that element. I'm not going to try to fuck around and... Um, I mean, we literally have Boris Johnson as a prime minister. Like, that, he was voted in by actual people. That's not... I can't mm. pretend it's that not racist, but... Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, anyway. <clears throat> there's, there's a really lovely... Well, lovely. There's a really interesting uh, thing that was graffitied on the side of a... Um, the side of a, uh, of a, a, sh- a shipping container. And it was it was when 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 the working class stopped reading white ring right yeah, wing yeah, news. Yeah, 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 seen that, yeah. Then I think there was yeah, some change will happen or something. Yeah, yeah. Um no, all I what I actually meant was not Brexit at all. It's just I just <laughs> meant that I am a proper Londoner. I wasn't actually even born here, but I am I am one of I'm one of you, I promise. <laughs> I, was, I, I always have been. Unfortunately, I don't Where, where were you born? I was born in Toronto. 
Oh, so you, okay, so Canadians, okay. Yeah. Righto. Yeah. I don't like Toronto very much. I've been there as an adult. It's boring as fuck. Really? Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't, I guess this is going to go on like the internet. I shouldn't just start bitching about like a, shit, like a, a city that I'm more than likely going to go to again in my life. Not willingly, but you know, it's between other places. So you've been, what, 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 what did, what did and didn't you like about it? Okay, what I did like about it is that um, the whole time I was there, I was staying with like a friend of a friend, my friend now, and um, it was fun. It was re- I had a really fun time, um, but in spite of the city, it's a boring fucking city. Really? You could wake me up with amnesia of like how I'd gotten wherever, and I know it quite well, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to tell you for like a day where I was. Okay. I would just be like, I'm in a North American city. So nothing, nothing special about it. It's just very. It's boring. Okay. It's really boring. I heard, I heard, I heard Mariana say that that this, they've got a weird thing about Jay about um, jaywalking. Oh, that's all. I think that's all of North America. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. Because the first time I was ever, I was first in Canada. I didn't like. I'd heard jaywalking on TV, but I don't know why. In my, in my mind, I'd like. I thought it was like streaking, and like I don't know. But but anyway, the first time I ever like some. It was in Calgary, actually, and it was one of these really weird-looking cops, like Canadian cops. Not, I don't think he's an act, I'm not sure if he was a Mountie, but he was kind of he was dressed sort of like one. He was weird-looking, and um, <laughs> and he was like, "Are you aware that jaywalking is illegal in the state of Alberta?" And it was quite cold, and like, I had a lot. I had a, my coat, jumpers, everything on, and I was like, "I'm fully clothed, man." He's like, "What?" And I'm like, "You couldn't be wearing more fucking clothes. I've never had to wear this much clothes in my life. I'm not jaywalking." And he was like, jaywalking is when you walk against the light. I'm like, okay, right. <laughs> and he just, he looked at me like, he's a fucking idiot. And he was like, this is not worth more speaking to this guy. And then left me alone. Um, That's a good way of sort of pushing people away. Just, well, yeah, just... I did try it every time after that, that I got, that someone tried to, no, you're jaywalking. I don't think that they actually, I don't know. I never got in trouble, real trouble for it. But they do, like police will stop and be like, you drunk bastard. <laughs> 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 it's the middle of the night, man. This what I want. <laughs> Especially if you if you if you've ever seen the 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 kind of end of a kind of uh, a, a a football match in this country, it's just it's as if just that th- there are no rules on roads. It's like we it's like yeah. we, we just we just watch football, so we can walk on our roads now. So that's that goes. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it's kind of true. Also, if enough people want to walk on the roads. That surely trumps who, what, you want to drive on the road? No, fuck off. There's like a million people there and they're all going in one direction. Like, that's, they have the right of way. There's, there's more of them than there are of you. That's, that's fine. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very interesting thing being part of a, the end of a kind of, 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 of a football crowd and doing the whole walk on the road thing. It's quite an interesting little... It's weird. You'd think I wouldn't know. But when when we were teenagers, I used to go to West Ham matches with with Jack. Jack. Yeah, right. Also, before that, I'd been to some matches. Where the fuck did I go to matches before? Who would I have known who would take me to football matches as a kid? I don't know, maybe my uncle or something. Anyway, I've been to football matches. I know what it's like. It's quite fun. Uh, football matches in general are quite fun. Like you can not give a shit, and you give a shit by the end. Like yeah, you yeah. really do, especially if it's you know one of them kind of rough and ready fucking matches. You <laughs> really care about whatever dumb fucking team you're there supporting. I. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jack, Jack and I went to went, went to watch West Ham Millwall. Oh, were you with him that time? The uh, night match? Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That sounded really intense. I heard a lot a, about that. That was a scary time, I have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Jack, oh. didn't, Jack didn't tell, his, tell, tell, tell Susan until he was literally leaving. He was like, um, bye, mum. She's like, where, where are you going, Jack? And he was like, what's up, you all? Bye. Oh, poor Susan. <laughs> I wouldn't have let him go. Yeah. I, I, I'm I, surprised she let him go. Well, she had no choice because he just walked out the door. Like, like the, the next sentence was "bye." <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't chase him down the fucking. Road. I can't see her letting him go to that. I wouldn't let my kid go to that if he was like 31. I wouldn't let him go. There wasn't there, there was there was an air about that place. A very scary air about well, that. You know, like literally, literally coming off the uh, the train. Like normally, when you go to, when you go anywhere, you get you know you get a feel of something. There was a, there was an air of just uh, just anger and just just self just hatred. What year was that? Mm, we were 2019 2019 so 10 19 years ago okay yeah i remember that really well that that guy that was like punching cops and you like jump over jack's head to punch cops yeah 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 it's pretty pretty crazy <laughs> pretty crazy stuff really i don't know why you fucking went i mean i do i do know why you went it's that is that thing. for this story yeah yeah exactly yeah 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 fair enough <laughs> Jack, I kind of get, but you're not even a West Ham guy. <laughs> no, no, I was. I just, so so I just I just knew from the history of of them two that it was yeah, going to be an interesting good, occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, I bet it was interesting. Uh, yeah, it was. It was bloody yeah, bloody scary. Interesting. I would have, I would have, interested myself right the fuck out of that stadium. Mm. Ooh, this is very interesting with my notepad from a box. Maybe if I had a box, I would have gone <laughs> screen <laughs> protecting screen. <laughs> yeah. Um. So born in so born in Canada. Mm-hmm. And you're of you've you've been to Ethiopia, you haven't you? Yeah, I have. What's that? Yeah. What's Ethiopia like? Um, it is. I mean, I haven't been for years. Mm. It's changed a lot. I know I've changed a lot. Okay, but I haven't been. Where's it? Where's it? How's it changed since you were there and 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 to now? Well, see, I know on the ground it's changed a lot, but I'm skeptical to really say anything because I haven't been there to see it. But I've got my own opinions about 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 that regime honestly I, don't, I wouldn't really want to talk about this too much because um Fair enough. yeah i mean I'd, i might, might want to go back there again in my life yeah, and yeah. I, I don't i i it it looks like it's doing a lot better okay but i don't trust anyone or anything so it's like it's things can look like they're doing better and be, yeah so like it it looks it looks very positive mm, from what okay. i can see um how long? How long? How long were you there in Ethiopia? Uh, all in all, about a little over six months or something. Not D- that long. Oh right. Okay. I thought it was shorter than that. No, no, no. Six months. Okay. Well, so I mean, that's, I that's went. I came, of time to get. I came to get and the... I came back and went back and stuff. I was, okay. Uh, was, I went like two or three times. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you should go. It's a very cheap oh, place man, to I've, go to. Yeah, I've got. I've got immense, immense want or need to go to Africa. And yeah. 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 I mean, because oh, I never went to the north, where all like people. A lot of people want to go to. Oh, my dad's from the north, but um, I had contacts in the south, and like the south is really pretty and lush and green and whatnot. But the north is where tourists tend to go because of all the church, old, old fucking churches, like really, really old and ten, like what, what you call it, castles and whatnot. Okay. Um, I don't again, don't know a lot about it. Uh, but that's. I mean, I do regret not seeing that kind of stuff. I've never seen anything as old as the kind of stuff we've got there. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, really fucking old. How, I mean, how, how old are you talking? Um, well, maybe not quite 2,000 years, because it's like... Oh, Jesus. Well, there's all those oh, secret Jesus churches. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... the. the, the <laughs> 
all the yeah the, it's all it's, it's all direct reaction to jesus that's why it's so old there's a lot yeah there's like there's like secret churches been built into like there's really really cool shit and the tomb of axum is supposedly there i mean it does not exist what is it saying there? the the tomb of axum the 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 moses's the holy holy commandments okay i mean it, it doesn't exist but it's there <laughs> <laughs> um it's like you don't know about this is like an old man no no who uh basically like there's the only person in the world who's allowed to look at it is this old man who's just like a, a grumpy old dude who doesn't let anyone in okay and just because like it's definitely there but you can't see it only oh. i'm allowed to see it mm. but, um that's been going on since like the beginning of christianity right a very old man i think yeah old man after old man i don't know where it was before what is it, is this is it are you is this no, it is must this, be before, is this metaphorically speaking or actually there's an actual man saying you can't no there's a guy there there's it was passed down from all i don't know look it up i don't know how much about it but it's it's there's an old monk who doesn't let you in he's got he's got a name he's called i mean a title like the lonely old man or some shit. <laughs> the um, no letter in her <laughs> yeah um stay out he's uh yeah he just he doesn't let you in and he's like it's definitely there but fuck off and um Maybe before Christianity, they would they were Jews there before they were Christians. So maybe it was. I don't know how long it's supposedly been resting there, but for a very long time. Okay, since pre-Catholicism, anyway. Wow. Hmm. And then and then so the 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 South is different. You said that's different. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's because it's an empire, isn't it? So like the South isn't actually it's a it's a pretty different. It was conquered in like I don't know, I don't know when it was conquered. Who by? Ooh, good question. Probably Theodorus, the one that I'm named after. No, 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 no. Maybe before that. Maybe who was it conquered by? Menelik, someone like that. I don't know. One of the one of those famous Ethiopian emperors. Okay, conquered everything. I mean, all a lot of those. I'm sure it would have kept. They would have kept on conquering more for longer. But like the big conquering i think went on in the sort of 1800s mm. i think early 1800s sounds about right to me i read I, I, i'm reading at the moment or listening to uh, sapiens um by yoav nora harari or something and it's basically just this like history of humankind and there's mm. he, he he does like a an interesting bit on empires and what classifies as an empire and uh yeah how they how they come come together and how they form it's mm. quite an interesting so so did 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 they um, cross borders? So was it was it just Ethiopia they had, or did they have the neighbouring well, countries a, too? What's a border? I don't know. What, I don't know if they crossed borders like that we recognised. Okay. I mean, yeah, they definitely crossed. Well, like they crossed tribal borders, definitely. Mm. Ah, okay, interesting, over. right? Um, that would, that would definitely define an empire, then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, they were they were a slave empire. Right. Oh, shit, I've been. <laughs> They're a very progressive country, and they always have been. And blah blah. blah. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a little disclaimer in there. So there we go. We might need to cut bits of this out. Yeah, oh yeah, we can. We can edit. We do can. want to go back there at some point. Um, yeah, we can edit. And also, it's not there. Um, Heidi Slassy. Um, ah yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It took a gov- government American sanctions to stop for him to legally stop slavery, but it never stopped. Hmm. <coughs> what 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 was his relation to um 
to Jamaica because he, he had quite interesting. There was they they believed he was the Jamaica somewhere else. I'd like to go. So <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to been to Jamaica. Uh, he's got a lot of yeah. He's got relationships with the Rastafarian Church. Oh, I'm sorry. The Rastafarian Church have relationships with him. Okay. Selassie wasn't very nice. He's not oh, very well remembered. Right. Okay. He's um. I mean, Jamaicans or Rastafarians like him, hmm. but. I'm not sure how much he like. I mean, he was a. He never. Cl- this is the thing. He never claimed the divinity, but oh, he was right. okay. the, 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 at all. He, like, was a, so. Um, uh, I. It's weird. It's weird, having a prophet that's alive, mm. while while your religion is is going. Yeah, that that must be. That must have been kind of. Mm, and in heady, living, like well, and in living memory as well. It's like I okay look. I'm not Rastafarian, so I I feel not really qualified to speak okay. on um on on their religion. Um, but yeah, it's it's a yeah, it, and also not a religious guy, so it, I mm. I tend to feel funny. Well, maybe not in person, but I feel funny over airwaves talking about <laughs> um, other people's <laughs> faith. Cause, um, okay, interesting. I, I, oh, yeah. I mean, it could get it's kind of shit that can get misconstrued. Mm, this is right. like I, I don't, I, I um, talking to someone, you, you can, you can kind of, to some point, you pick up how they mean things and whatnot. Mm. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to start talking about stuff that people feel, people who aren't me feel really strongly about. Something mm, right. that is my hill to die on. That's fine. But like, uh, mm. uh, something that, that I have opinions about, but don't. Yeah, follow believe yeah yeah yeah, yeah i get yeah. it okay i get that i absolutely get that who you, you said you're named after someone just then you said you're named after who theodorus who's the ethiopian empire oh, beat, wow. the Eng- beat the english okay all right and the italians i think hmm. um yeah he was another sneaky bastard that's the reason the, <laughs> that's the reason the english lost is, is like they were not used to africans being that well versed in sneaky, sneaky, sneakiness. Yeah. They thought they thought they owned that shit. Ethiopia was like, no, we were an empire too. We've been being sneaky, sneaky bastards <laughs> for a very long time. <laughs> we'll sneaky, sneak you. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious if that's how they actually spoke around the table, or like to one another. We're gonna sneaky, sneak you. <laughs> oh, well, a, I'm gonna sneak, 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 sneaky. There's there's a really funny. There's I'm a story I really like. Um, this is blatantly not true, but oh, fuck it, it could be. Um, so. Amharic, formal Amharic is really flowery and ridiculous, right? What's that, sorry? Uh, formal Amharic, so okay. like, you know, like formal French or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, formal Amharic is like, I mean, it's just it's absurd. Like, like, the direct translation of it is absurd, like the way you talk to ro- royalty and whatnot. So, there's a story that apparently Emperor Theodorus sent a letter to Queen Victoria during negotiations, um, but the transla- direct translation was like so fucking ridiculous that she thought that he was like trying to have a go and, <laughs> and she was like fuck it war and then, like, <laughs> <laughs> no sneaky sneaking there just all out yeah um i mean i don't think that that's true that's too silly of a story um but you know whatever it could be who fucking knows well, i mean jesus christ sounds 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 very british <laughs> I don't agree with you. Okay, war. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, that's one. That's that's one story. Have you been to Cyprus? Yeah, I went recently, actually, for the first time since I was a kid. When I was a kid, I went and I 
got in a big car crash and oh really crapped up my whole yeah oh fuck what happened um the, the, the car crashed <laughs> the car crashed yeah <laughs> the rental was like an 18 wheeler and just cow whoa yeah um that hurt i think i was really young <laughs> <laughs> my uh my my mum fucking almost died she got a ribs in her lungs and, and yeah it was nasty oh and then we were in a, a fucking cypriot hospital in the 90s it's not a place you wanted to be as <laughs> like that i remember that i remember way better than the actual crash actually i remember it all pretty well but the hospital was just fuck fuck fucking fuck like there was an outbreak of something on the children's ward i don't know what i can't remember what it was just something you get from being in a dirty fucking hospital i don't know what i fucking remember what it was um yeah, so that was the first time I went when I was a kid. And I went again recently because uh, we're, we're all trying to get Cypriot passports or identity cards because of this whole uh, thing. This whole Shebang. thing. Yeah. Um, hey, look, don't get me wrong. Is that all right. Under, even under Corbyn, leaving Europe. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of um, of 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 big centralized government. I'm not a fan of European Union. I'm not a fan of this fucking these weird ass faction that leaves people to die in the sea and then talks about being progressive. Um, mm. Yeah, do we think Boris fucking Johnson is any better? Do we think that the the Oh, Boris Johnson wasn't even involved then. Do we think that, that Theresa May openly being like, no, fuck this, this is stupid. Do we think that that was a better way to go? Do we think that Boris Johnson now is the the one that's going to get us the one that we want? I remember that slogan being around a little mm. bit. Um, uh, that, 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 whole, that whole campaign was just... A, it was, was disgusting. A, yeah, vile. Vile. I mean, to be fair, the Remain, the Remain campaign was... Well, I mean, it was just lackluster. Mm. I mean, but it got pretty vile too. Uh, I never saw anything like, oh, wait, do you mean the recent campaign? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was insane. I, mm. I've never, I've never seen this. But what the fuck? You know, what? I got so I got a. Um, this is not very. People are sick of hearing about this anyway. It's not very interesting. But um, so I got a letter. I'm saying, saying it anyway. Um, I got a letter. A uh, a pamphlet like a. a what it was it was a Lib Dem pamphlet it was like disguised as a uh, newspaper article right and it um saying um the Lib Dems away in the lead blah 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 vote Lib Dem and then I got um a uh a letter from local Tory a few days later mm. saying um you need to vote Lib Dem to keep Corbyn out blah 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 hmm. it's fucking the the dirty, dirty, dirty tactics of mm. Jesus Christ! Yeah, dreadful. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Underhand, sly, dreadful, and, and like all old... the time and constant, and like bots with fake comments on things. Like it, it. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's 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 just gone from integrity to just just yeah, utter disgrace and 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 disgust and dismay and uh, but 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 people subscribe to it people believe it and people you know eat that shit out for breakfast with their crumpets and their flipping eggs and bacon it just it just consumes them what they read it really does mm. 
Yeah, you've got to be very careful. I think, I think, I think what you what you open your mind to and what you open your your mm. your, your eyes to. Oh, and algorithms. Oh, algorithms. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the fuck you think. Mm. It, you're you. It's it's right now, and you're going to keep getting news articles that tell you the same fucking shit. And also, all right. So the then the the distrust in mainstream media. Fair enough. It is. There's a lot to not trust there. But now it's just been swapped out for like just completely unfounded random shit online. That's not better. No, no, no. Might be a bit worse. Mm. I mean, it was not great. Don't get me wrong. It was not. It's not. It's not great for. We have Rupert Murdoch with a fucking monopoly on on every every sort of news outlet yeah, yeah. like that's really terrifying mm. um but i mean the bbc are barely fucking better with that whole with, with that last i mean i so yeah um i don't know what you do and who you listen to mm. you just and with algorithms you're just now in a vortex of things that you already believe it's dangerous it's really fucking scary yeah very much so very much so, especially when yeah you 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 sort of fully subscribe like so for example when when uh, I think I think when the when the Tories got in ten years ago, I was I was like I, I was hell bent sure they weren't getting because all the because all yeah, of the all people around me you, yeah. told me that that you know it wasn't going to happen mm-hmm. da, da, da. and then it was like they got in it was like oh god okay actually there is a yep yeah I remember um, when Donald Trump got in, in the states and like. It was painful because it was so fucking clear what was about to happen. <coughs> Sorry. It's good uh, you're about to wave the mic there. That's, that's beautiful. It's got the right, just the right level of sound there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a professional. You are, you are, literally. Have um, we done the radio before? <laughs> <laughs> um... What was I saying? I'm not that. I should be making notes as I go. We were um, we were talking about uh, Trump and getting in. And, right. Yeah. yeah. When he got in, I got really. I was, it, was, nah, it was really annoying. Um, I was, I sort of like up, up all night in a panic. I didn't do this with like Brexit and shit because I just told myself really early we're leaving and like went to bed. Hmm. Um, but with Trump, I really thought. Well, I mean, I knew he was gonna get in, and I stayed up all night fucking watching this thing. And at one, there's a bit that really pissed me off, right? There was this woman on there, and her comparing it to Brexit, and she was saying, I don't know who she was, she said, um, oh no, it's not going to go the same way that Brexit did. And this is like, they're standing in front of a map, and it's all red, like it's all lit up, like he's got it at this point, right? Mm. And she's saying, no, 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 it's not going to go the same way that it did for Brexit in England, right? Because England has an overwhelming white population, and... Is that and and uh, so it's not going to go that way, right? Uh, the fucking ignorance of that, <laughs> the the stupidity of that. When you standing in front of red board, they've got it, and uh, the just to boil it, to boil the whole thing down like that, to completely not even try and conceive the kind of disenfranchisement you have in your own country, and it it was like Brexit in that in that respect. The crazy amount of disenfranchisement in your own country that people are willing to vote for that. A guy that came out and said, this is way, this is that first, this is past all the grabbing by the pussy shit and the let's build a wall and like talking about fucking incarcerating Mexicans. That's way past all that shit, right? And people are still voting that. People voted that in. Mm. 
Um, not by that much, but they vote. By enough. Yeah, by enough. Uh, and she's gonna, she just wants to, or her echelon of media, whoever she is, or whatever she else, that echelon of media that I was watching, um, wanted to just say, oh no, it's not all like, we don't want to, we don't want to look at the disenfranchisement of their own people and why they're so fucking disenfranchised that mm. they will actually vote for that. Yeah, right. Uh, the reason that happened in England is because everyone's white. Mm. Um, did you um did you see um a a, a kid at the school I was um working at told me to watch a do- um a Michael Moore documentary called Where to Invade Next? Did you see that? So it's very very inter- interesting documentary. And there was a, there was a there was a bit in that whereby um he said something and it it's really stuck in my head. He said that um after after Nixon um brought uh bought the the so when. I'm trying to think now. Uh, so he said that when, like Nixon, um, brought in the uh, the uh, war on drugs mm-hmm. thing, um, he said that that uh, that basically the um, the the kind of black the black population were you know allowed to vote. They were kind of um, okay for those things. And this 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 was a way of, of basically taking away their vote mm. by criminalizing them if if they got caught with. Um, yeah, whatever it's cannabis or you know if it's acid or you know they they were they were they were the two kind of um, yeah uh, yeah well also he he had a lot of pushback to the war and he wanted to well from what I understand he wanted to um, uh, what's the word um, sort of devalue any kind of protests whatever so he yeah wanted to associate drugs with hippies and blacks the, the people and people who get in the mass of Big smile pushback from, mm. and so, uh, and so this, yeah, this, 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 this is actually like confirmed by his like chief of yeah, staff. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah, this, it's, this, yeah, this, this yeah, isn't like yeah. hearsay, this yeah. is genuine, yeah, yeah. It's crazy the amount of stuff that's no longer hearsay that people should just be admitted to and just kind of goes under the radar. It's, it's yeah, it's mm. Weird. Mm. yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, I think, I think the disenfranchisement, disenfranchisement has been going on for a long, long time, but then when, Definitely. when there was a glimmer of hope, a glimmer of something. You then smack that little thing on there, and then that's okay. So you're caught with whatever, and then you're in jail, and then you you lose the right to vote, yeah. and so you're well. And there's other ways that that was also done. I mean, like uh, sort of undesirable sort of aspects of society in American society. Um, so poor people in general, especially minority poor people. Um, there are so, there's so much in the way of them doing shit like voting anyway. Like not just besides criminal records, like if you if they don't have steady, I'm, I'm not America, I don't know exactly how it works, but from what I hear, it's like you you need. Oh, it's, it's similar here. If you've got no fixed address and whatever, mm. it's a lot, it makes it a lot fucking harder to vote. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can be a citizen with no fixed address. You could have been born here, be a complete citizen, no fixed address, and you and you can vote here. I think somehow I don't know because I have a fixed address, but um it's definitely harder and also you get less if you're if you're told by society whatever demographic you're from that you're not you're not part of whatever's going on then you're gonna say fuck it i'm gonna start my own thing and then if your own thing is is blocked at every kind of turn and you've got nothing then yeah of course you you have a more distant you're gonna have a disenfranchised demographic that way 
Do you, did that, do you think that happened in, in this country from, from what you understood with regards to the punk movement and, and, and that general sort of thing? Is that, is, that, is that a similar kind of thing or is that just a... As you, well, yeah, I mean, the, the, yeah, the, punk, the punk things really is a really interesting part of British history, I think. Well, the punk, the, the sort of late 70s, early 80s punk thing, the sort of scary Jamaica's like, and how that got... So, yeah, it's, that's, that's definitely... Working class, British people. Um, I saw an interesting documentary recently. That whereas, um, I think it might have been some of the members of like the selector who played the other day at the Roundhouse. I was not aware. Found out afterwards. Would like to see that. Anyway, um, apparently they were saying that like they had sort of the punks as like a punks were kind of like a dirty middle class movement. And then, okay. the, and then the skinhead started coming as like a white class, a, a working class alternative to that. So that's like, uh, there was so there was a lot of working class white kids and their Jamaican friends. But then the 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 fucking I don't know, I wasn't there. But what I see is it's like there's a the National Front completely co opted that whole thing. The and the the that sort of that's right politics demonizing those kids and calling them racist can you ima- i mean it's the same thing just now with fucking corbyn it's like can you imagine margaret thatcher standing up <laughs> and calling people racists mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah anyway like any any all the where you talk to like the old kind of older kind of guys who were skinheads back in the day they'll all sort of tell you yeah by the end of that shit it was racist mm. by the end of that shit they were all getting out of it because because it wasn't about fucking sk- also the music change Oi music is not good. It's okay. Uh, Oi music, define that. Uh, Oi, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, it might have not been a good rendition. And also, yeah, this is another thing. A little bit. I guess they don't know what I look like. Right. The kind of people that listen to Oi music are the kind of people who beat you up in the street. So I don't really want to be on here parring it off like that. I actually don't know what I look like. So yeah, fuck oi music. It's just bad. Like, it's just really bad. Also, I get how it's related to like earlier skinhead music and whatnot, right? I get how it's related to Scar. I can kind of hear it in it. But um, not any of the good bits. Hmm. And like, yeah. And I'm not saying all people who listen to oi are racist either. There's a lot of like anti-racist oi bands and whatnot. Hmm. But it's still not good for your ears as what, music what what is um what is scar by definition was it was it was it was it created here really or was it no it's jamaican it's jamaican isn't it it's, yeah. yeah it's jamaican okay. uh-huh. so 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 it's like pre-reggae who was it of. who was it um extrapolated by to 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 kind of mixing with you know, the people who are coming up what well, you know uh, there's um this is uh, you should do a whole thing on this if you find someone who knows a lot about scar and talks about this because it's a really interesting whole fucking thing but um okay Oh, you watch the harder they come, Jimmy Cliff film. I haven't seen it. No, no. All right, you should watch. It's kind of that's kind of about what the story is, right? It's so it's like a lot of those guys who were really poor in Jamaica made one hit wonders and got like scammed basically by record companies oh. over there slash over here, like kind of international record companies that would bridge that Jamaica British gap. So um, people like Toots and Natals and whatever, and like fucking. Who else? Desmond Decker and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like they were all famous here for a tune or two. And I don't know specific about the people I just mentioned, but like of that that yeah. era of Jamaican music. 
Mm-hmm. There were people mad famous here for one or two songs and that were poor in Jamaica. Oh, wow. Um, like, it took, a, like, they, you know, sort of got, eventually, I guess they, whatever, a lot, there were a lot of success stories out of it, but they all got fucked in the, initially. They all got treated real bad. Um, so anyway, that's sort of like uh, 60s, I guess. Well, you started maybe in the late 50s, but it got really popular sort of in the 60s, and that went away for a long time but then you got in the late 70s early 80s british like what's like two that's what two-tone is really it's like british kids okay trying to imitate 60s jamaican music that has two tones they called it two-tone two-tone right okay and um getting something that didn't really sound like what the jamaicans were doing sort of 20 years previously but it Mm. sounded good and it became like dance music in england oh wow okay um yeah uh that's i mean well this like this is england there's a lot of that in that yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. that's a really good i think that's a really good um and the not 90 90 was really shit but like the initial the film and the two initial series yeah yeah d D, D and i have just recently just we're we're, we're like watching them again Mm. because we think it's the best thing we've ever seen on tv i think it's 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 yeah 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 but in terms of british drama it's like yeah it's very hard hitting the way it's it's hard bloody it? deep hard i mean you've got to you've got to you've got to prepare yourself before you go in Do you know what i mean like we we obviously obviously we, we we just watched it when it came out and uh we didn't know where it was where it was going and it was like well this is like but i think it's i think it's very important that stuff like that is actually out Definitely. there for people to see because it happens you know what Definitely. i mean like 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 domestic abuse like mental health mm-hmm. like raping family mm-hmm. um yeah you know racism it it it, it, yeah. it all happens it's all it's all part and, of england and it's explored so very it's executed so very well in that. say again as well it's executed so well mm. in that i think it's yeah, executed I agree. really well Shaman is a very interesting director do you know yeah. do you know um when so for for various scenes and you can you can you can tell the ones if you watch it back. Yeah, dramatic realism thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let it go. Just it was like, look, you look, you need to so, put a couple of points in there, but let's just fifteen minutes of you being actors. That's and why. That's why he's so good. That's also why ninety was so shit. I thought. Have you seen ninety? Yeah, yeah. Did you like it? Um, if I'm honest with you, I'm I'm watching it like like we're literally halfway through it now. And uh, I'm not as I'm not as 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 enthralled. I like the music, Stone Roses, all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. oh, he's got the he he got the time. Right. Yeah, he got the look right. But that, that there's 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 a there's a group on on bikes that really annoy me. He's he's. I mean, they were funny enough that they were what I liked most about it probably because I was remember I was hating the whole rest of it so much. Oh, interesting. That okay. at least the bike guys made me giggle. Which I was don't a, know. I thought I thought they were really fucking annoying. Yeah, I mean, what, yeah, ginge? yeah, yeah, yeah. They were annoying. Come here, I mean, that was the yeah, yeah. They were annoying. Um, <laughs> give me some, yeah, give but, me some proper, give me some but, proper stuff. But all right, but you see that scene right where they have that big dinner and then they just <laughs> that was stupid. Just, it was so dumb. That was and terrible. It's like, it's, it, it was terrible. and that's where it doesn't work, right? Because it's like. It's, it's the direct it's it's Shane Meadows fault um, so it's like it's it, it to but no one you're not going to hit all those points in one scene right especially no. shooting it like that well and anyway because the, it's realism right the, that's how it, this whole thing is and also, no one's going there, there was a lot of people there as well there was a lot of yeah, people in that room and then they for were realism just, yeah and they were just like ticking off all these boxes of all these like horrific shit that's going to come out over the thing and then it's like they all get mad and they calm down and they all get mad it's like no, no, man. That's you. You. How are you gonna? And also, it was unbelievable. Even more unbelievable because these characters aren't psychopaths. Yeah, and like right. for the last however many series in a movie, 
we've gotten to really know them and we really like them mm. and like sort of what's and all kind of thing we we know that they are they love each other they they really love each other mm. no one acts you hate someone you're not gonna start bringing all this just you're not you're not gonna do that you're not gonna sit them up for dinner all right no we need to tell you about this horrific fucking rape right and now we also need to tell you that the racist attacker that beat you up we actually is also that's the other thing i didn't buy that i didn't buy milky's reaction to that whole thing no no i agree i, I didn't buy it at all mm. um that wasn't that wasn't milky Mm-mm. he he he's yeah, he, he 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 changed quite a lot over the course of the of, of of the filming, and I I I think I liked him less as it went on. Actually, I think I think as as in, as in from like the yeah, just 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 well, kind of character he slept, because he slept with Lol. Oh come on, he loved her. It wasn't like some no 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 no, no not that. Just 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 the character of Milky. Just just mm. his his acting. I don't know. He's 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 the one where I'm a bit like mm, yeah okay. I don't know. There's there's something I've I've I watched also. I watched um there's a younger Shane Meadows um film called. Brown something, Boise Brown get the better of. Anyway, he's 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 basically a young like like Milky's young acting in that, and he's really good. Uh, and I don't know, I just I just I just don't think he. Oh, really... you really you literally mean the actor, not the character. Oh, sorry, the actor. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean the cat. Well, and the character in ninety. I mean, I don't know. I didn't really feel his motivation at all. Like, no, I not at all. I didn't feel it's like, like, it was, it was, it was like. Listen, mate. Do you mind coming back for ninety? Yeah, kind of yeah, like, yeah. Oh no, yeah. I can't. Can't be fucked, man. I've done. We've yeah. done. No, but really, come on. He's like, all right. How much? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. go on then. Yeah, all right. Then. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it, yeah. I mean, fair enough because it wasn't good. It, mm. So <laughs> it proved. Yeah, it did yeah. prove. Um, speaking of of film, mm-hmm. speaking of that old thing called film, mm-hmm. um, Savas has, has has mentioned to me to 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 just to just start that one rolling and then uh, and then. We, we'll, we'll right. get some beauties come out. So right. what's I don't know. What is your what are your top three? Or is that like asking uh, somebody whether their left leg or the right leg is is favourite because it both gives you balance? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Top three is a lot. It's really also top five. They change all the time. Okay. Um, what's what's one right now? If I go watch, watch for a film, what's first comes to your head? Um, oh shit! No, you're, th- yeah, you're thinking. You're thinking. A touch of evil. A touch of evil. What's that um, about? It's a uh, Orson Welles film. It's about a policeman mm-hmm. and a Mexican who is Charlton Heston. He would not fly today. It's Charlton really Heston. Charlton Heston plays I a Mexican. That name. Uh, what's it called? Planet of the Apes. <clears throat> you right. blew it all up. You dirty. Thing. Okay. Um, he's also oh right, and also the NRA. He's big gun guy. All right. Yep. Um. Yeah, uh, great film, Touch of Evil, uh, mm. about a, a policeman who, most, yeah, it's more about the bad guy, really, the policeman who kind of um, takes the law into his own hands. It sounds really, cli- I mean, it is really cliche, but it's good. It's <laughs> like, it's it, it's that, but it's a good exploration of that. Like, okay. it's, it's not cliched in its execution. It's like mm. very deep. I, I think so anyway also it, I mean it should have been better but the studio apparently really fucked it over because no one liked Orson Welles okay which is insane mm. um, uh, other you mentioned you've, you you said uh, we're back from Whirly and you said for me to watch a film called American Bop oh yes that is one of my favourite films yeah yeah 
American pop. Oh yeah, that's one that people. Yeah, that's also a good one to recommend because no one's ever fucking seen it. Um, it's a Ralph Bakshi film. Ralph Bakshi is a rotoscope anime. He did. He made Fritz the Cat. I think that's his most famous work. Most of his work is fun. Um, and you know, it's just like. Uh, really crude sort of like Fritz the Cat is about like a tomcat who goes around banging all the other cats all the slightly lady cats and then um, Sounds like a naughty top cat Yeah it is it's a naughty top cat that's, that's exactly what it is um, it's, I hate this thing I've, I've never actually even seen sex. the whole film I'm not sure if I could get through all of it it does get but anyway um, he does other sort of fantasy-esque films that aren't really my kind of thing but the animation is always amazing in anything he does American Pop is different American Pop is about it's a story of like a Russian Jewish immigrant family in America. It's like, oh, it's kind of like, uh, what's that fucking film with the mice? Disney film. Three Blind Mice? No, 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 no. no. Uh, the one about a, a Jewish immigrant mouse. Hmm, not sure. Uh, Fievel. It's called Fievel. The mouse is called Fievel. Fievel, something like that. Five. We can we can search it. We can, we can search it. Okay. Anyway. Maybe it's not like that because I haven't seen that film since I was like a baby, but it it's kind of like that, I think. Um, but about people and not mice. And uh, he, it's sort of the story of this family and all the children and the children's children. Sometimes they're estranged and stuff, but so it goes through all like the, uh, all the, it's oh, not just in New York, all of the, big events of sort of american culture like especially musically so it's like the first kid is involved in like show tunes and stuff and then the second kid oh then he gets in like the mafia and stuff is it is it american tale maybe an american tale yes an american tale yeah i i i typed in um mouse disney uh film and michael mouse came up i don't know what michael mouse is mickey mouse oh (laughs) and i was pretty sure it wasn't him (laughs) Uh, wait what year was American Tale Just American Tale was 86 what year was American Pop uh, American Tale American Pop what year no not how to the Serbia webcam American Pop what year no, not fucking American Idol. Jesus Christ. But I can do it too. Thank you. American pop film. What year? 81. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, so I think American Tale probably. Okay, I'm going to give that a watch. It sounds quite, sounds quite interesting. It, it's, it's, I mean, it starts like American Tale, but then it follows all the kids and the kids' kids and mm, all okay. through the different ages of American pop culture. It's really i think it's really fucking good mm, it's okay one of my favorites especially the ones that people tend to have not seen okay um what oh alpha veil because the poster's staring at me in the face alpha veil okay eddie constantine mm. what's that about um an entrance adventure I don't know what Lemmy is in de, de Lemmy Cochon. Oh right, yeah. Un entrance adventure de Lemmy Cochon. I don't speak French. Well, I I think that's oh no, étrange. Mm, it's not entrance. Yeah, I'm not French too. Uh, okay, so what's that about? <clears throat> um, 
it's a Goddard film. It's a really, I mean, I like noir and sci-fi. It's um, it's about like a, it's so Goddard and it's so fucking French. It's about like, um, a a, a poetic like agent who goes to this world where like. All the wor- all the descriptive a poetic words. agent. Yeah, he's got, he's like, he got, he is an agent, like an agent of Earth. Oh, and right. Got, but he's a very he's like he's at least an amateur poet. Oh, I should have watched it before I started talking about. It. He's at least like an amateur poet, if not just like a. But well, it, it's relevant because like the place he goes to is all like words like love and emotion and whatnot, abandoned. Like oh, it, interesting. It, it's like mm. um, it's. It's that kind of 1984 sci-fi sort of thing. Okay, I like that. Right. Um, it's it's a really great film. I mean, it's a little bit... Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to watch it. I think he was... Anna Karina's in it, apparently. I read recently that he like she just divorced him when he wrote... And then he wrote this fucking film. Ooh, dreadful. <laughs> Sign the papers, little... but would you mind starring in the film still, darling? It's No, 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 no. I think it was after she divorced him that he wrote it. And then oh. it was like... <laughs> right, there we go. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he was. I think he was. He strikes me as a strange man. <laughs> <laughs> Great film. It's a really good film. Okay. Um, I mean, it's no one's favorite Goddard film, but it might be mine just because I like it, it, it. Takes all the boxes for me. It's a sci-fi noir mm. about a poet running around shooting people. I mean, it's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what about what about books you've read? Give me some give me some books that have like changed your thinking or your life or have adapted okay. your brain chemistry. All right. Do androids dream of electric sheep, obviously. Who, sorry? Do androids dream of electric sheep? Do Android. Do androids dream of electric sheep? Do androids dream of okay, all right. It's a okay, it's Blade Runner, the Blade Runner book. Okay. Um I didn't say Blade Runner because we're talking about film when we're talking about films. I mean, I love the film Blade Runner. I think it's it's great. Um, but the the book, yeah, that that t- it was like I was saying earlier. I read The Dispossessed sort of about a year ago, and if I'd read that as a teenager, that would have that would have also changed my thinking a lot. The Dispossessed I mean, yeah. by Ursula with a U. Ursula Gwen, yeah, with a U. Yeah, weird. Yeah, weird. Um, okay. Uh, the um, do Android dream of electric sheep is really is a sort of Descartian consciousness theory um, through the and through the android. Lens. You've mentioned De- Descartes before, I think. We've spoken. He's a, oh, you know, so fun fact about about Descartes. I think, therefore, I am is his famous sort of thing. Um, that is the first half of a longer quote. I don't know how it goes, but it's something along the lines of, I think therefore I am, and therefore God exists. It's, it's, it's probably more eloquent than that. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, people tend to leave that bit out. It's actually, um, ah. it's his proof of the concept that he can think is not just... So, all right. As an agnostic atheist, I um, think the first half of that is fucking excellent. I think therefore I am. The only reason that we know that we are real is because we can ask ourselves, we can think. Mm. Um, what, if, what if you had no body and you were just a disembodied fucking anything? That's formless. As long as you could be like, what? I, well, as long as you could think I'm here, then you're there. Um, 
even if you can't explain that, right? Uh, I think the next bit's a bit of a leap. That means that God must be making me think stuff. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about that bit. But uh, sounds very algorithmy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, yeah, that's it. Maybe if my algorithm algorithm on my computer or whatever was more like inclined to to paint me like if it painted me as more of a religious person mm-hmm. then maybe i would have found out a long time ago that Descartes thought because i've never read well i don't even fucking know what what but i've never read any Descartes. no same um so I, if my algorithm painted me more religiously then maybe it would have told me that say and you shall receive like just these they're, they're just plugging that into you yeah <laughs> Asking shall receive. Yeah, okay. Ask you. That's a, that's a good point. I never thought about it that way. Algorithms and computers might be the closest thing to God that we've ever experienced. To prayer. We we mm-hmm. if soon as we want something, <laughs> we say it out loud, and all of a sudden it's a fucking advert for it. That's. <laughs> I mean, that's God status. That's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that maybe maybe that's why it's so alluring and so attractive and so and so uh, yeah. We've been looking for it for a long time. Mm, and now we have it. I don't yeah, think we just have to get our asses in gear and make it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, God's bare petty and uses shit against people all the time. Brexit campaign? Mm-hmm. Or just about everything. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, okay. Interesting one to mull on, isn't it? That's an yeah. interesting little can mull on that Algorithms one. are God now. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that interesting thing that we said uh, after after where we were talking about? Oh God, we were talking about nothing. Nothing. Right. Yeah, we're talking about Taoism. Taoism. That's it. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Um, and I was I was confused with nihilism because it sounded a bit nihilistic to me, wasn't I? Yeah. Right, and then I didn't say at the time because I'm not that smart. But then a few days later, I said, <laughs> after mulling, in nihilism nothing matters, but in Taoism nothing matters. That matters, yeah, fucking matters. It's mm. the most important thing. Um, that is the difference. Now, I do not follow the schools of Tao. Loud <laughs> Tzu describes me. As an average student, it's very, very, very accurate. I'm definitely an average student. Um, yeah, it is. It's. It's. There's some really interesting ideas in there. I mean, also, I like that it's. Um, I, mean, I don't think the Bible is objective at all. In fact, the Bible is the kind of subjective that I tend to read more, like sort of heavily fictionalized sort of um, concepts, stories with concepts in them. Mm that kind of present an idea right i like that in general yeah i like fiction yeah but in well in that kind of in in like lao tzu i'm not sure about buddhism in like that kind of taoist stuff i I think uh, from my understanding buddhism as well it's like it's all verse like it's completely verse it's not it's not like hey this is like that Uh, you just know it's not going to tell you hey i mean again i don't think the bible tells you i know it does literally but i don't think that's you've got to read between the lines of other things the bible is not even close to literal 
think there's a lot of uh yeah the, yeah there's a lot of again there's a lot of stories there's a lot of you can mm. you know from this story okay i can take that and use yeah, that. yeah 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 but the those kind of taoist kind of kind of texts are really are just like little poems and shit mm. and you read them a few times and then you kind of start thinking about them it's it's I like it. I I like that as a as a philosophical text. It, right. it it's it. I think it philosophy and like religion, the sort of ideas of of, of soul and whatever and spirit, mm. is so subjective. So I don't know how we're supposed to try and look at that through an objective lens. Because I mean, those biblical stories are objective. Uh, mm. Even though, like they're 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 to be deconstructed and they're to be thought about but they are fucking job went here and did that kind of thing mm. um which yeah there's none of that in, in like the Lao Tzu there's none of that it's just think of this now think of that now there is this what do you think about that <laughs> <laughs> but it's quite it's quite it's quite it's quite interesting that the the and I think I think what it's from 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 my understanding of you know I'm just spouting things out here so it might not be true but but it's just that it's it's that self inquisitive nature it's that relationship to yourself it's mm. that relationship to how much you do know how much you think you know or how much yeah. that's that's what I quite like about those kind of schools of thoughts and philosophies is that is is that, is that it does get you to reflect and it, and it does get you to yeah think how how you're leading your life or how or how that's going also. The fact that that it is like that, and I agree with you, that it comes across to me like that too, um, is proof that it doesn't matter what our philosophy is, we really are all the same. Here's some examples. We are talking about dogma earlier. Buddhists and Taoists and whatnot are just as fucking dogmatic as anyone else. You see them in fighting, out fighting, what, they're killing a bunch of Muslims right now? I mean, what the, like, it's... Yeah, it it um that that introspective that that questioning nature that that all those things in place that should say that something should be less dogmatic. Nah, <laughs> it's, mm. it's it. People will find a way to to uh to be people about everything. Um, the dispossessed. Read the dispossessed. That's what, that's what I will about. do. I shall it's, do. It's a really good one. Mm. I'll try and find it before you go. That'd be great. I would love that. Um. Yeah. What other? Uh, I don't know. Tell us. Was... Tell us about your. So I just found out t- today that you're at uni doing a creative writing course. Yeah. I mean, there's not that much interesting to say about that. I don't think. Because. Um, okay. What about what about your Okay, forget that because we 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 spoke about that uh, in not so good terms. What about your actual I mean, it's all right, it's creative right. writing process? What what? Because because you, you write stories. That you, when I when I before I came here, you were you were in the middle of a story, weren't you? Were you writing a story? Yeah. Um, I don't have that much of a process. It's uh, what do you mean by process? Do you mean that kind of um, that that thing where it's like, oh, such and such a basketball player puts a fucking thing in his shoe and then does a backflip or whatever? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't have one. It's really chaotic. I don't have one. Okay, but is that is that what is that what makes the beauty of your writing is that it is so? I don't chaotic. know if there's any beauty in it. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Do you know? So I I spoke to a lady recently, 
And she said to me, and it's something that stuck with me, it's, it's, it's stuck with me for a, a while, and it's going to be with me for a long time, mm. probably my whole life, is that irregardless of whether of whether um, it is beautiful or not perceived or, or un, the fact you've expressed, the fact you've created, the fact you've actually got something out on paper or words or whatever, that's, that, that's the beauty of it. That's a beautiful part of it. Yes, if it is truly expressive. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Because exactly. I mean, what well, I mean, obviously, the people uh, some uh, people write fucking pages and say nothing more people than people that write anything good in my opinion interesting so like i mean i've 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 read i've read things i don't believe there's any honesty in at all or any expression in at all mm-hmm. um does that make it i've watched does things that make it bad or does that make it is it just was it just not a non-starter really have you have you have you ever read something where there's no expression but it's good? Or or does no, does, does it not really wor- not with no not with no expression no expression at all in any kind of no no art, no expression, be it sort of expression of character or any kind of stylistic impression expression or any kind of anything no expression whatsoever. No, that doesn't sound good to me. Mm, okay. I mean, I don't think I've ever read anything that's actually got no, 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 no expression. That would be. You, you, you wouldn't have written in the first place, would you? Well, also, there surely there must be some kind of innate something is gonna come through. But what I mean is that, like, I've I've read things where I I feel like I don't know. You get you get a sense of the person at the other end of the thing writing it, and and it's like, um. Okay, you see this a lot with on TV, right? And I get it with that because it's like they want to churn out sort of money makes and whatever, right? Um, but when you find it in um, in a in a book or a story, there's kind of less. There's it it makes it weirder because mm. it's like you didn't have to answer to anything. No one was putting you through a thing. So how is there none? How have I got none of you in it? Like how have I got mm. no? How is there no edge? Is kind of what I mean, I guess. Have how is ever, there no like? Have you ever? Do you listen to audio books? Mm-mm. I mean, I'm no, not that I don't like religiously, yeah. but I just don't. I've never. never I mean, heard. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend this one, but I'm just going to say it because it is. Um, yeah, it's just come to mind. But I, I listened to the the Kite Runner by Khalid Hosseini. Do you know? Him? Oh, I've heard of. They made a film of it as well, didn't they? I haven't seen or read it. It's about so, an Iraqi Afghani, Afghani, Afghani kid. Yeah, like makes friends with a white kid. I'm assuming. Maybe that's from a trailer. Possibly, possibly, yeah, possibly. Okay. So anyway, I, I've heard good things about this book, and I, I heard really, good, I had things really good things. And so I thought, right, I'll, I'll get an audio book, and and Kelly Sen is the one narrating it. Uh-huh. And so I thought, brilliant. I thought, fucking, this is the one, man. This is going to be brilliant. It was the most monosyllabic, monotone thing right, I've yeah, ever but, listened to. But you think just because it's your, because it's like you wouldn't want to hear me read my own fucking shit, whether you liked it or not. But so, but so interestingly, what I what I thought going into it was the guy's written the book, so he really he's, he's going to know yeah. the characters and he's going to yeah. really go and express. And I'm sure that's and... often truth. It wasn't there. Yeah, it wouldn't <laughs> be, but Christ. it wouldn't be with me either. Oh, okay. Um, but then, but then, if you if if you knew that, why wouldn't you just just get someone on audible yeah, to do yeah, a, yeah, a narration? Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah, that's that's the difference, I guess. I would never narrate my own audio book. 
Yeah. Um, if, you, if you're going to do it, at least do it with some kind of zeal. Or oh, yeah, no, I might do it for yeah. fun. Maybe that's why he did it. Maybe he did it for fun. Maybe he fucking didn't sound like fun. Let me tell you, it was not but, fun. Yeah, but no, but maybe he's got that kind of like, maybe he's got that's his sense of humor. He's like, I'm just going to make do this really shit fucking audio recording. <laughs> I mean, maybe. maybe. <laughs> I mean, I would think that was pretty funny. I would do that. <laughs> if, you're, if, if you're ever going to get into audiobooks, I would highly, highly, highly recommend Shantaram um, on audiobook. It is in fucking sane. Oh, Shantaram is the story of a dude who escapes. Um, he escapes prison in Australia, and then goes to India, and basically makes this underworld this. life. Yeah, heard it's heard fucking insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard of this. Yeah, I heard it's really good. Who was reading it? I think Mariana was reading it once and talking to me, talking to me about it. If you, if you, if you, if you have, I mean, it's it, it's a long flipping thing. Like, no, like, yeah, it was long. Whoever was reading it had it, and it was fucking long yeah it's a, it's a doorstop i do not like books that fucking long oh but honestly honestly no no no, no i get it yeah 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 no it's, just, it it's like i i don't mind books in a series i'll read all those books mm. but i mean if i like it if, if i'm hooked i'll read all the books but i see a fucking book that big i'm like i don't fucking read a book that yeah so big, it's so interesting that's what that's what um my friend laura says as well she says that exact same thing she's like i really want to read it but <laughs> Look at it. Also, at the yeah. The other, the other thing is that's right? why that's so. So that's why I got an audiobook because because I could I could dip in and dip out. And yeah, but, yeah. But the thing yeah. is, though, you really you you get into it because because the, the Humphrey Bauer plays the characters so fucking well and just goes in on okay. everything. And if you got if, if you got long car journeys, it's perfect or you know whatever. Yeah, journeys. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I should in the car and that because it's oh, the other thing is right now because now I'm reading the Earthsea trilogy, which I'd say is Ursula Le Guin again, but I. I it's fantasy and I don't like it as much as I like her sci-fi stuff. Um, I got all of them, like all like the first four in one. And they're short books. It's just that I've got all of them in one. So like, when I'm on the train and shit, I can't just put it in my pocket and take it with me. It's annoying. So I can I basically just read it at home in bed mostly is that because the, the length of it because it's, Cause it's just so fucking big I can't just put it I need a bag <laughs> there's like toilet or desk or bed those are the places that it gets read if I'm my mate my mate Tom said uh, said that he so I'm 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 against uh, I, I, I like the feel of the book I like the smell of it I like the collection all that sort of stuff but he he, he said for that precise reason is the reason he, he, that he got a Kindle is because he was walking around with about four books four books in his bag that were all brick sized doorstops I get it yeah but it doesn't. I don't think it compares. And it's because it also. All right. So I'm dyslexic as shit. Mm. I need to, like. So you're, you're dyslexic, and you it, and you write creatively. Yeah, because it's cre- it's a creative thing. It's not like a. Are you um? Are you dyslexic in your writing then? Does that interest? I don't know what that means. Um, when um, I can't spell for shit or nothing like that. That's what you mean. Okay. Spell check is a godsend. Yeah. I mean, I, I like I, I, I still am shit because it corrects it to words that are also wrong, and I don't know the fucking difference. But um, you know, I, I go back over everything very slowly, mm. and um, then I go get someone to proofread it. Ivan's pretty good like that. Oh, good idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. Has that has that has that impacted you anyway, or has it just been? Do you know what? I can't. The, the words jumbled up. That's what it is. What do you mean impacted? Impacted your um your your want or your love to learn, your love to read, to write, is that Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean I'm saying all this, but I have recently decided that I'm not gonna be dyslexic anymore. So okay. it's this kind of um Yeah. Yeah, no, thank you for, everyone laughs. Like that's no, no, great. not a realistic goal. But no, fuck it. It's you done. Make it your goal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. 
no it, it's done no it's not even it's just it's just it's just done now i'm just not ever dyslexic anymore um, yeah. it, i haven't really noticed a difference so far but i will get yeah whatever. my mate my mate my mate tom um has made himself not be uh susceptible to hay fever he's told himself he's not it's just not gonna happen and he's doing fine <laughs> really yeah. that's common i find that a little bit hard to believe that's no, true generally true Every 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 now and then there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a kind of sneeze or whatever. But I I honestly I mean okay dyslexia fair enough it's probably different. But I know I think I think a lot happens in the mind and you can be stopped. I mean I would find it easy to believe that someone willed themselves out of dyslexia than hay fever from being. Oh honest. interesting. Oh ah, see I thought it was the way around. No really yeah yeah. Well also the other thing is like I had a lot when I was a kid I had a lot of like um I mean I was really depressed as well. Okay. I had a lot of um fucking bullshit 90s new age um it wasn't really new age tests <laughs> not tests no. um like just whatever fucking stuff um and uh i don't know I, I'm, I'm better than i was as a kid obviously you grow up anyway mm-hmm. but um i don't know if it, i don't know what worked and what didn't if any of it worked or if it's just whatever but um i mean i've learned to ride a bike and all that kind of shit mm-hmm. um, i can i drive yeah um, I have to say, taking 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 Sav um, down when we, we, we he came to stay, and we went to get some honey from a local honey dude, and he was even on the bike um, that D and I you know just use, and it was I, I completely forgot it was dyspraxic. It was an experience. It was it was a uh, an experience. I used to ride a bike. I mean, I used to ride a bike all the time, A to B kind of thing. Oh, right, okay. Um, so that that did, it didn't affect that or no? It did. It took me a long time to ride a bike. I couldn't ride a bike until okay. I was quite old. Hmm. Uh, I did used to ride one. Also, um, I don't ride a bike anymore. since the car accident. I don't ride a bike anymore. I mean, uh, I was not driving from the car in the car accident. I know it's talking about how I'm dyspraxic and I drive, <laughs> especially around London. I think it's just dangerous. I'm way better at London than like, oh, where you live. Mm. I told you I drove down there a little while ago. <laughs> Fuck that shit, man. What's wrong with our lovely narrow roads? The fucking... I have wanted to drive on city roads. They're always well lit. Yeah, everyone wants to kill you and there's like traffic everywhere and people don't give a fuck about anything. But where you live is... Just, those roads are not wide enough to be that bendy and 60 miles an hour and just like... It's it's stupid. And no no light anywhere. Nah. Yeah, I think I think I think we would we would cycle in the country in the daytime. We, yeah, all that all that all that darkness stuff just ain't the yeah. one. We we yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll always and make sure we're back. Everyone drives drunk as fuck. Yeah, it's a thing. It's yeah, a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 sort of not do. I'm actively not doing that because a I don't want to lose my license and b I just think it isn't you worth it. You won't lose your license. They all do that shit. But yeah, you'll probably die or kill someone else. That's that. I. Well, no, well, no, you can't. So we had we we we've got a friend recently who who got caught drink driving, and she lost a license for maybe it's a year. I'm not sure, but she lost. But she's yeah, really? that's it. yeah. That's How does she yeah, live yeah. out there without a license? Well, this is it's made her life very difficult, and it's 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 watching a situation like that and going right, okay, I'm not going to do that because we've we've lived in the country without a car and with a car, and it is a different ball game. Like it's a different experience. How did you live there without one? Um, we cycled trains. Um, cycled trains. trains? Yeah, yeah. Actually, wait, <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not. I've been right to like sticks. around where you live. I, I yeah, know. Yeah. I, I know that there's civilization. I, I don't. Mean, so. When 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 um because we we moved there in January a couple of years ago, December January, and it was the it was the year that there was that fucking beast from the east, or whatever it was called, that came the, the snowstorm, and I and I had my fan on the phone being like, 
are you okay? Are you going to be able to get to the shops? Have you got enough food? Because they literally thought we were just completely in the sticks, like literally in the middle of nowhere with Farmer Joe 20 miles away as a neighbour. And we were like, no, no, honestly, like co-ops for five minutes away, it's cool. We're, we're, we're okay. And it's quite nice actually being shut in the house. It's great. Heating's on, we're watching TV. We're, we're good, man. <laughs> yeah. I think that does sound quite fun. Mm. But yeah, those um, yeah, no, they're, they're yeah, it's 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 a big thing, the, the whole drink driving thing, because you know if you if you, if you, if you go to the pub, uh, you know, uh, it is a drive away. Uh, well, at least you know if, if you're in the country. I mean, no, I get it. Um, but uh, it's just it's just not worth it. It's not worth it at all. I was in the states. I was with Richard. You know what? I know exactly what little town we were in. It was in New York State, I think, and it was called um, Bloomsburg or Bloomington. Ah, oh, see, the reason we stopped there was because I recognised the sign because from a Tom Waits song, "Diamonds on My Windshield." Okay. It's like there's a recording of that song where he's just listing random bumfuck nowhere places, <laughs> and one of them was this fucking place on the sign. We drove past <laughs> it and we was like, we were gonna need to stop in like the next, not that place, but the next place we came to was like getting late and shit. We wanted to pull over and go sleep, so we w- went past that place, and I was like. Just, I don't know, fucking Tom Waits song. This is gonna just, just stop here. Um, so we uh, I feel like I always find driving past Maryland or it's called Graceland. Being like, well, <laughs> well, nah, because that's actually like an Elvis thing and whatever. This is like a a song where Tom Waits is naming places because they're obscure and shit sounding. So like, <laughs> <laughs> and like well, you know, maybe not equivalent then. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, we went in there, and then uh, we. Um, I say we. I really, really did. The royal want... we. <laughs> yeah, royal yeah. Um, I really wanted a drink. We were we stayed in this motel place outside, like just outside of a little town there. I really wanted a drink. I was out having a fag. Um, Richard was out there with me too, I think. And this guy comes. <laughs> we start having a cigarette with this guy. Um, he was a contractor or something and he was working out there. Like, I think he was actually from that town and he starts telling us that it's a university town. Um, and we're like, right, we, we're trying to get a drink. Um, he's like, no, there'll be no around here. Blah, 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 blah. Um, got him on Facebook now. Massive Trump guy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, so we were like, right, we'll, we'll get a cab into town. He couldn't drive. He had a uh, DUI. Um, that's when you drink and drive and you can't drive no more in the, in America. Okay. And he told us all about that. And then, uh, he was like, no, you're not going to get a cab because, because, uh, they, like the town's broke. So they closed all the cab, co- like the cops bullied all the cab companies. You really closing. were in the back end of nowhere. I mean, you was, were, Christ. It's a university town. It's not that, and it's, right. an, I went to more back end of fucking nowhere places in the States than this place by a long way. This was in New York state. Like it wasn't that far outside of New all York. Right. I mean, no, it was. It was like a day drive, I guess, from New York. I guess New York State must be pretty... Was it in New York State or was it somewhere else? It was on that east bit somewhere. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, ask Richard. He might remember where, where we were. He'll remember this shit. This is a <laughs> fun night. Um, so, uh, I... Um, what age are you at this point? 20-something, 22? 20, yeah. Oh, yeah. 22, 22, something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, so, then we... Uh, yeah, we told us there wasn't going to be a cab. There were no cab companies. And he knew the town pretty well. He was from there or had lived there before or something. So um, we drove into town um, and 
drank way too much at this bar. Like it was a real, like a proper American fucking saloon. Like a yeah, like a, no, more like a all right, all right. Between that and a sports bar, like it was. One of them was like we were the only people in there apart from some people playing pool in the corner, and then like okay. we were talking to the like the barman. Everyone was it was all very like it was pro, it was all very trashy. Oh, they were all complaining that like since all the, it was since it became a university town, like they don't get as much business because there's some univer like some cool kid bar that everyone goes to now. But <laughs> that sounds know, amazing. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we were once a thriving. We were once a thriving, <laughs> yeah. thriving bar, and then oh. this university town came in to goddamn take all our oh, customers. Not even close to the weirdest bar that I fucking drank <laughs> in, in that country. Um, <laughs> America's a really a bit like uh, anything that you can think of, any kind of type. Yeah, I, America is like a thousand different countries in one fucking like every state is a different country, and then yeah. you have sub countries in each like. I, I have to say it's it's something on my list is to drive down it, those states yeah, and do yeah, that yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's also all right, look, don't get don't don't get me wrong. You can meet the worst people or just the most fucked up people that you can ever think of. Right. The best ones too. Like by a lot because also it's like yeah, where where you have like large concentrations of stupid people, um, you get you get large there's the the concentration of stupid people is always gonna be bigger than the concentration of, of not stupid people. But where you have large concentrations of stupid people you do get bigger concentrations of non not stupid people like like actively not stupid people i don't want to say smart but like real looker thinker people okay um america is one of those places definitely mm. um there are some in, yeah some really yeah really really great and really terrible and really in between people there anyway um we drank too much uh, talking to the barman, he's confirming the story that that the cops has bu- the cops have bullied all the mini cab places into closing. And there's no cabs. Mm-hmm. Um, they start closing. I had drank too much, mm-hmm. and they um and they were like, I was like, right, no no cabs, nothing. Is there not no nothing that we can do? Can't stay in your ho- you haven't got a yeah, hotel here. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no like, hotel. Right, right, nothing. Right. Yeah, and then and then. I was like, so what? Do, what do you recommend we do? Kind of thing. The barman, oh, no. who had who had fucking served me all fucking night. Oh no! Um, recommended that. It, so like, I, no one knew in the world better. I don't know how much I'd had to drink. He fucking did. Um, <laughs> anyway, he was like, he, I was like, oh, what do you re- reckon we do? And he's like, you drive a fucking back to your hotel. <laughs> um, so Deep shit. Course. Yeah. Um, Richard said that he's never felt that safe in the car with me. Uh, I stuck exactly at the speed limit. I was v- oh, very, I was very ca- cautious of just everything in the world. Mm. Um, and then, uh, oh, the in between that, no, I did have a bit of time to sober up because the weird dude that we were with, weird dude that we were with, he is really, he was really lovely. We had a great time. We had a great time drinking with this guy all night. Um and uh yeah he some he wanted weed and so like fuck it we all wanted weed and um so there were these some random dudes I don't know some random guys I don't know if they asked us we want but anyway we went to these random dudes house that we just met in the street so they could sell this guy weed and then we 
drove home very, very, very carefully and then took a bunch of weird pictures. Oh, the guys that sold us weed had like a gun lighter. And so um, right. he wanted a bunch of pictures because his wife was like freaking out at home because he told us told her that she was, he was going off with these weird British guys to um, just get pissed and then drive back in the fucking... And he was like, one the whole way down there, he was on the phone to her being like, yeah, they've got like their... their the radio's broken. They've got like a like a, an old speaker like connected up to some shit, and like it's playing. And I can see, the, I can hear the wife. Like, ah, nah, nah, nah. And um, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, then we get to these guys' house who said we, and they've got like a gun lighter. So he takes bad pictures of me pointing the gun lighter in his face <laughs> and sends all that shit to his wife. These these British guys are crazy, man. Look what they're doing to me. Uh, yeah, I'm yelling to his wife on the phone like we are British. We don't. You guys are the ones with guns. We don't know what the fuck. No, <laughs> I was not. in I was in a I was in a in, in in Las Vegas in a toilet, having a wee, and this guy comes up next to me and he goes um he goes um you right? I was like yeah yeah. He's like you're not from here, are you? I was like no no no. He's like where are you from? And I was like England. He's like what guns you got in England then? And I was like um well we don't we're not we're not allowed them. He's like. What? Come on, man, you're joking. And then he showed me, showed, showed you his. What? What guns you got? Come on. And I was like, no, no, we, like, we're, we're not allowed to have them. It's against the law. He was like, you're fucking joking me. <laughs> you, are, you have no guns? And he just like then l- pulled out this wheel of this AK-47, all this sort of stuff he had. Uh, what, on like, his phone? Uh, 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 as, as like a, I don't know, does he have a gun license for each of them? Or there was... Oh, the license that he had for his yeah, possibly, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, he and but he was he was shocked that that we didn't have any. any right. Uh, so I was drunk in some weird bar. All right. Oh, so I, I drank in this bar in Colorado. I don't know what the town was called. I forget, but it's one of those towns. It's like called up, named up somewhere else. It's, I think it's like a Southeast Asian country. Mm-hmm. Something that I had the name of. No, maybe I'm just thinking of that because of this story. Um, anyway, it was named after some other country, and uh, so I'm drinking in there. And um, I was on my own at this point, and the 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 guy, the owner of the bar, is like this big biker. And um, I got told to him outside when I was having a fag, and I was like, "So how'd you end up owning this bar or whatever?" Because I'm like, "You're clearly a bike gang member. Surely you're nomadic." And um, and he was like, "Oh yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah, he told me about his life as a biker, and then he's like, yeah. and then I sailed down on this bar. I was like, I was like, yeah, it must be funny. He's like, yeah, yeah, we just got to look out for strangers like yourself. <laughs> oh, God. No, 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 he was being funny. Right, he was, he, he, right. it was, it, he, it was. It, frightened the fuck out of me. Well, yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> why it was funny. It's because he was scary and he knew it. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. best psychopaths are, best narcissists. No, 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 he was, he was no, all right. Joking, he was, he was not, he was not the, the, he was not the problem in the bar. Oh, oh, right, okay. So, Carry I'm on. saying, I was drinking, I was drinking with this guy, um, Sitting next to me, he wasn't really a problem either. I mean, not to me at that time anyway. He definitely might have been a problem at other points in his life. So I'm talking to him, and he starts telling me, um, oh, he's complaining again about, like, the other fucking people at the other bar, that there's a new place open up in town, but it's not that they're too cool. It's that they have metal detectors, and that he tried to go in there, and the metal detector went off, and he's like... Oh, what that? What's that? Oh, I said I've got a forty-five on my hip. Yeah, I've always got a forty-five on my hip. And he pulls up his fucking shirt. Sounds terribly short. He's forty-five. The bar, pe- the people in the bar do not blink. Anyway, not the weirdest thing about this dude. So, um, he oh, starts telling yeah, me, scare the fuck out of me. Um, oh, minutes before he starts showing me, telling me about this shit, and showing me this shit. 
he was falling backwards off the stool and I was picking him up and putting him back on it. Right. That's the guy that carries a 45 in the bar. Right. So, anyway, um, I... Uh, um, <laughs> it's a great bar. <laughs> no, he starts telling me about uh, how this place, this tiny little town in Colorado has, I can't remember what he said, the most transvestites in the world or in mm. America or North America, something, some mm. non- bullshit. I'm looking around this redneck town. I'm thinking, I, I, don't, I don't think that that's true, man. Mm. And then he starts just going around flirting with every woman in the bar. Like, there weren't that many people in there. Um, so he, he managed to, to try and get on with all of them. Um, and he did weirdly well with all of them. I guess Slim Pickens in that town. And then he would in- then he would accuse them of being transvestites. Oh God! And storm off away to the next one. And then he came back to me and started being like, <laughs> "Oh God!" He came back and sat next to me and would be like, "I told her, I told her she was a man. I told her." <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I know. I was here. I saw you. You fucking dickhead. Why are you like this? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> That's anyway, awful. yeah, I told you that bar with Richard was not the weirdest bar we drank. Yeah, right. We're in. We're in. Uh, I. I. I got a, uh, a friend, Django, who, who says they were doing that. That whole, you know, south. Um, you know, south. Colorado's not really south, man. No, no, but like, okay, so they, so so they're they were bits they were in the rednecky bits, yeah, 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 yeah. and um, they they really wanted to see a cowboy. They were dying to see a cowboy, and they went to this one bar, <laughs> and then they and then they like they like. Uh, um, you know, got up to the bar, sat down. They're like, guys, guys, it's a cowboy. Have a look. And so they they like looked over, and uh, he was like, yeah, definitely. And then he like got up to go to the toilet, and they were like, they were, they were like, oh god, the cowboy should be going. And he was wearing like suspenders and uh, high heels and uh, and a skirt. And and they were like, oh, okay. where was this? Uh, I'm not sure. Actually, some southern state. Yeah. Quite. So this this transvestite thing may be a thing in this in whatever state they're in. Possibly. I mean. That place sounds cool as fuck. All right. Yeah, yeah. What kind of... Ins- I, see, I didn't see shit like that. In this. I saw a lot of weird shit in the States. I didn't see transvestite cowboys. I would assume they would have been fucking killed. I'm not going to... Like, in those... Oh, some of those right. states. Mm. I'll, 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 I'll find out where, where, what state it was. Mm. I'll find out. Yeah, yeah, I would like to know. Mm. That was interesting. So, all right. So, is it, I'm, I... Oh, yeah. I love the States, and I, and I love the south especially actually mm. louisiana is like the best fucking place i've ever been to in my life i love new york new york is a cool fu- as far as cities go it's a cool fucking city but then like new orleans is like a city that's not a city it's just a bunch of rural people who live close in close proximity okay it's it's a city infrastructurally maybe i i it, it's not a city it's doesn't feel like a city at all mm. um but enough like a city that i can not feel like I'm going fucking crazy because I always used to think that I was a country boy that happened to be a city boy, but actually the country bores the shit out of me. Oh, interesting. Um, Louis- New Orleans doesn't, and Louisiana in general, even in the country, doesn't bore me. Okay. It- it's so fascinating. For what culturally. Because culturally it's fucking fascinating, and the people are cool as shit. In Louisiana. In Louisiana, okay. yeah. Um, I love New York. It's like London, but good. But, um, but fucking hell. Uh, all right. Also, this way, after driving across all of the states and seeing the kind of um, there's a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit, right? Especially uh, racial kind of stuff. Um, where you have like we don't we don't have it's, it's weird. We don't have that here. We've got obviously um, 
we've got areas that will be more this or more that, right? But in America, it's like there are whole suburbs that go on for miles that's premeditated. This is a black ghetto. This is a Hispanic ghetto. This is a white ghetto. Never between you shall meet, kind of shit. No. Like you don't, you don't cross those fucking lines. Um, I got terrified in Memphis at one point. Like in a in this fucking anyway. Now, New Orleans is bad. Post Katrina is like infrastructure is fucking bad. It's like uh, there's a lot of lot, lot of lot of real bad shit going on. Right. Um. But uh, firstly. Louisiana people um, just got a good attitude about everything. <laughs> okay, like in general. Also, after seeing all this weird segregation and this, like this, this, this um, disgusting poverty, and like New Orleans might have been the, one of the places I saw the most kind of poverty. But um, I this sounds like, sounds like this is gonna sound like I'm fucking making you right. But after all of that weird shit. I was sitting, it was actually Mariana was couch surfing in this place, Destina. Right. Um, and uh, they were staying with this guy. He was a white dude. He lived in like a predominantly black kind of ghetto, right? Mm. And I got talking to, oh, I was sitting on his porch and I saw this white dude, like a proper rednecky, big fat white dude, carrying a little black girl, like a toddler down the street. Mm. And then he passed our house. I was sitting on the porch having a cigarette. And he goes to the house next door, knocks on the door, and I'm assuming the kid's dad opened the door, and they just fucking say hi, and they hug, and the kid goes inside, and they just sit on the porch next to me, and they're drinking beers. Right. And I was like, it's fucking nice. I mean, these guys are fucking, this is a, these, these guys are, you don't call them rednecks, I guess, if they're black, but well, same difference. Yeah, they're, they're, these are fucking rednecks, you, and the, yeah, kind right. of, you, you wouldn't think, but anyway. Wow. So, um, that was in Louisiana? Was in, that was in New Orleans. New Orleans, right. And so I got talking to the dude who owned the house, the white guy. Not the guy that, not I mean, the guy that Mariana was staying with. <clears throat> and um, he started telling me that basically after Katrina, but people didn't really have a choice. Also, there's there's more historically in Louisiana. But um, he was telling me that basically after, after Katrina, everyone got pushed, like the white people who could afford to move out of the city moved out of the city. And all the black people who got really like done by the whole thing mm. got pushed into those areas. Right. So everyone lives side by side now. And he was like, "Yeah, it kind of works because it kind of has to." Um, also, tell me something else historically. This kind of I didn't know this specifically, but this is I, that area, that region I read a lot about. I think it's very interesting. But um, so he said, just sort of before the Civil War, um, there were more free black men in free black people in Louisiana than there were in the whole of the North. Wow. Just literally because there were so many in Louisiana. Right. Like that, that New Orleans port was the, that's the biggest slave port in America. Um, oh, right. They, well, you know, that's, that's like Louisiana's one of the main slave, slave states in, in America. Okay. Um, also, when you just think about the sort of cultural connections, I mean, when did Haiti, the Haitian revolution was when, maybe not quite a hundred years before, before the American civil war. And so you would have had a lot of free Haitians not too far away who had a big cultural connection with, with black New Orleans, black Louisiana Rians. Yeah. But, um, and, uh, well, Creole people, you know, a huge cultural connection. So, um, it makes sense. A lot of them would have migrated to there as free people. You would have had a lot of free Haitian people 
um fuck it a lot of those people would have probably had equate some kind of well just post haitian revolution a lot of those people would have probably had some kind of connections with people who they knew to be in louisiana right you would have had a lot of people migrating Hmm. um yeah really fucking interesting Hmm. interesting state like the, the 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 birthplace of american culture really oh really yeah interesting i mean all the american culture that's not just british culture because it's like you've got the how do you differentiate yeah well i mean you've got the sort of british hub of but british cultural hub or european cultural hub of of america it's kind of like uh well, that sort of Boston kind of area, the really sort of Irish, Irish, English, right, Irish yeah, okay. and English. Okay, I see what you mean now. Right, I get it. <clears throat> yeah. And then you've got, I mean, Irish as well, the South. Um, but it's where you've got, where all the actual kind of merging that then becomes American culture mm-hmm. rather than rather than European uh, right, colonial yeah. culture, right? Right. Um, that all kind of starts around there. And the West Indies. Yeah. Um. Texas. Is, is it, oh, is the it, Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. Where the, where the fuck is it, the Appalachian Mountains? I don't know. Is it? Is it is, it? is it? Is it? Is it fusion between so um, like American Indian culture and the people from uh, like Caribbean or Haiti? Is that is that is that what you mean or not? I mean, kind of. But kind of. I, no. I mean, their culture got so fucking wiped out. Man. Yeah. Right. It's like there's li- little of it left. Um, mm. I I I think not. At least not that I can see. But there's really interesting shit. So like, okay, there's um. Right. There's a there's a uh, reason I know about this. Is there's a famous song called uh, it's called Aiko Aiko, or at least that's one. Of, anyway, it's a like a Mardi Gras song, mm-hmm. um, old Louisiana song. Um, and I was looking through that. I got so all right. So you see the see like uh, all right. Fuck it. Oh shit! How should I even? This is this this is really. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. Okay, so this is how I'm going to go into it, right? Um, it, with another promotion. There's a, there's um, music. We don't have to talk a lot about music. All right. There's um, who I... Most of my historical knowledge, I've got to confess, comes from liking music and then wanting to like figure... Like, where does this come from? What is this kind of like? What's, oh, wow. What's the, how does this happen? So that's... Yeah. That's um, an interesting way of... Okay. Well, it means that my historical knowledge isn't great. <laughs> No, oh, it has value. I tell you, it's got value. It's definitely um, value. Okay, so there's a singer that I like a lot, a folk singer, who I reckon today, as 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 far as the very active, someone who's really active today, um, is like she she's keeping folk alive. She's the like the best, um, one of the best folk singers I think right now. Okay. Um, actually, I'd say the best. Uh, she's the anyway, Rhiannon Giddens. Um, also, as a as a sort of musical historian, you can find any interviews with her and listen to them. She talks about. Anyway, she said this thing that um, gave me an absolute epiphany. Right when she was talking about she was talking about the banjo, um, I don't know I mean, what you know about the banjo. Uh, a lot of people know, and what I knew was that it was um, it's derived from various Afri- West African instruments by. Right. Um, slaves knew it was by slaves and that they were playing it on the plantations for a very long time and then in the early to mid 20th century um people started playing it in minstrel shows and so then um it sort of became seen as like a redneck instrument from there right so i knew that and i would have assumed 
that yeah, that was on American plantations that that started. Rianne Gillen said this thing to me that to me <laughs> on this interview that um changed friendly chat friendly chat friendly chat um <laughs> that changed the cultural borders in my head like entirely right because uh right the banjo was not made on American plantations it was made in West Indian plantations which at the time was the same fucking thing right so it completely changes the cultural borders right because I thought of right you had American culture and american slaves and that birthed american culture and then you had west indian guys over here but no these guys were being traded so that that culture that pre i I love the blues so that whole pre-blues culture pre-country culture pre-american folk music culture um was birthed into entirely different cultural borders uh Mm. now Back to Mardi Gras and Ico Ico, the song, and just generally Louisiana. <clears throat> and, all right, see Notting Hill Carnival. See uh, the outfits. Mm-hmm. Are they Mardi Gras based, yeah? Well, they're West Indian Carnival kind of things in South American, right. that whole fucking region. Mm. They come from, yeah, Mardi Gras. They come from. I'm not sure if this is ooh, I'm not sure if this is ex slaves or during slavery. If it started during slavery, I'm not sure. But during Mardi Gras, um, they're called Mardi Gras Indians. So black guys dress up as their interpretations of Native American people. Is is that the is that what it's That's about? their Native American sort of supposed dresses, like the they're not real, they're like cartoonish impressions. But is is it is it their is it their <clears throat> remembrance of the culture that they is that what it's about Ooh, or not well no these people think about like buffalo soldiers and shit so like the the relationship between <sighs> depends where and when yeah there were a lot of sort of alliances and a lot of a lot of um whatever between black people and native people but mm. i mean just be real the, the the real reason that the, the emancipation proclamation came about was probably because they needed fucking cannon fodder they needed more people wanted black guys to massacre natives right. in the west and there was a big push just after Civil War. Um, so, so, so where did where did Mardi Gras? What, what, well, I'm what? not sure how. I'm not sure. I don't know if anyone even knows how those things intertwined. Okay, but it might have been an honouring kind of thing, or it might well have been a like a dressing up as the the boogeyman kind of thing. I'm not sure. Okay, interesting. Um, maybe that is known. I'm not sure. Um, oh, I will. Yeah, I'll look that up. Please, um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, because I I'm, I don't know. Uh. In that region, I'm gonna say that it's probably to do with. I mean, they they were they were pitted against each other there, okay. like hardcore. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna say it's probably to do with. It's probably not like a, a friendly kind of okay. homage. Hmm. Um, but anyway. Uh, uh. So so yeah yeah all that kind of stuff. So yeah anyway that stuff. It must maybe it was during slavery because it's gone throughout the whole of the West Indies and. Brazil, the carnival stuff looks the same. Hmm. So, um, yeah, it probably is during slavery that that, that that tradition kicked off. Right. For it to have permeated the whole continent like that and the islands around it. Hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, I thought it was very interesting. Um, and yeah, that cultural board, it so much made sense knowing, like, understanding that the banjo was made in the West Indies. Yeah, right. It's so much just... Uh, Swap, swapped around kind of thing I mean that's 
if you're whole knowledge of history is based on music then something that a little well bit it's a good it's a good um it's a good it's a good way in do you know what i mean if you're if you, it, it, yeah. again again that's i think i think i think that's the beauty of what some people some people i've been speaking to is that is that when education is molded around the person then they can learn anything like literally so you know if you're if if your love of if your love is music then and your instruments and then it's like okay let's find out where that came from then you can bring history in there you can bring maths you can bring the, that so yeah, that 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 is as much as that is as much of an education as you know reading from a book somewhere. Absolutely, I think personally. Yeah, yeah, I think absolutely. Well, and also it's how education worked for a very long time. Mm. People couldn't read until quite recently. Yeah, right. Um, and there was a time before, especially in this part of the world, there was a time before reading and writing, mm. like before we even had alphabet, which um. I mean, there were definitely still educated people then. Fuck it, fucking Native American people through, through them literally, try, <coughs> through their culture trying to actually be sort of stopped and repressed, um, still through oral tradition have retained stories, like yeah, a right. lot of stories. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, there's... Uh, it's a vital key to life, isn't it? I think storytelling and 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 the the idea of the story, the mm, myth, yeah. you know, it's a very it's a it's a yeah huge a huge player. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, preaching to the choir. I I wish that we still had bards. I wish that bards were still a thing. It's a bard. You know, and like uh, you see them in like any kind of fantasy show or whatever, or like uh, they're just like old, like in the olden times. Like a, you know, like, like a jestery kind of guy. They play like a lute, and they would sing about law. Okay, like, interesting. You know, whatever kind of shit. Um, yeah, the, the, they would go to colleges for that shit back in... Or, I don't know, if Skyrim is anything to go off. <laughs> there were whole colleges based around that shit. <laughs> um, but that is yeah, a vital, uh, vital part, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'd be a bard back in the day. Okay. I'd get so nanked up. Mm-hmm. Playing <laughs> a little float? Not last very long, skipping around the fucking world as a bard. Um... Do you know what? I think I think that's great. I think that's brilliant. Unless there's anything else you want to add or you want to say or you want to No, no, no. I've got I've got nothing. Yeah. I mean I had nothing in the first place. You <laughs> I mean you had nothing, yet we've got an hour and forty five out of it. So oh, is that yeah, have we? Alright, no, that's not too bad. That is something, isn't it? I think the sun's on my side today. I gotta lease the light, I feel okay. Need to call around, get them all out, jump in the car and get on away. Cause there's love and the strength in numbers They can try but they're never gonna run us Down, down Speak as loud, it's like we're on a come up Fifth gear but they're never gonna race us Down, down I'm alive on a high blue skies There's nothing better
crack them open, pass around the light. Breathe it in and out, bring our gods down. Yeah, this is ours for the day and the night. Cause there's love and there's strength in numbers. They can try, but they're never gonna run us down. Down. Speak as loud, it's like we're on a come up. Fifth gear, but they're never gonna race us down. Can't hear us coming. Oh.